0: Shannon. And I'm Perry. And this is our podcast, P.S. We, we have, have orders. Good evening, Shannon. How are you? Hello. Guess what, Perry? What?
1: Happy 2022. Happy
0: 2022, 20- my dude. I mean, could this year have not come fast enough?
1: I feel like 2020 took forever. It was a very painfully long drawn weird. out year. Yeah. And then 2021, we just like kind of like we hit it and it was kind of like real kind of sketchy at times. Like I think at least on our corner of the world it was a little sketchy at times. Like you didn't know what way things were going to go. Were restrictions right. going to get worse again? And the next thing I know, we were celebrating Halloween. Next thing I know, <laughs> Thanksgiving, and now we're in and 2022. Now we
0: I feel like in the States, July, there was so much hope. The vaccine was out. Everybody was getting it. We were lifting restrictions. You could like not wear masks if you were vaccinated. Yeah. All the businesses were like, we're going to open our doors. All the staff is coming back as of, you know, August. And then August became September and September has become end of the fourth quarter of 2022. So there was like hope. There was like the first time I'd felt genuine hope was this last summer quickly crushed to death of me yeah but you know it's, it's it's been it's been rough but man 2022 i have hopes i have dreams maybe i'll travel again
1: what is travel you know
0: i i don't <laughs> remember it was it, it, it all happened in dreams i think back in the day
1: that's the same thing for us like we came to Japan thinking we were going to have like so many opportunities. Like mm-hmm. I was hoping to go to New, Ze- New Zealand. So you were like The Hobbit was filmed.
0: Bali. You were supposed to go there. I was su- I that. was
1: actually supposed to go to Bali in tickets. 2020. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go f- away for a yoga retreat. It was supposed to be like a week long yoga retreat. And I purposely booked my flight or I was going to I was actually in the process of bu- looking- booking my flight. And I, my gut was telling me, don't book your flight yet because it might not be cancelable. Mm -hmm. And I would lose out a couple hundred dollars. So I was like, I'm going to hold out. And if I have to, I'll just pay extra if I have to book it a little bit too close. That's fine. But I already had the time off requested with work. And I was planning on going a couple days, a day, I think a day or two early before the Mm -hmm. yoga retreat. I was going to stay at this like super bougie, super nice hotel. (sighs) Remind you, by myself. Mm -hmm. And I was going to like book a bunch of spa treatments for myself oh, that would be so and nice. just like treat myself. And then we were supposed to go from there to like a private villa where like 12 or 14 of us were going to stay all women mm-hmm. and just do yoga stuff.
0: That sounds really nice.
1: And guess what? That didn't, didn't happen. happen. And I was like happen. so badly looking forward to that. And that was like probably one of the many reasons why I had such ugly meltdowns in 2020. Like I think that was oh, yeah. the year of the most amount of meltdowns I've had in a very long time. And, like, I don't consider myself a crier, but there was a good stint. I was crying every single day. Like, yeah. not, like, little tears, like, oh, that was a really sad moment in, in shows. It was a uh, ugly, weeping, questioning my mental stability <laughs> for a while. For
0: me, 2020 was okay. Tina getting hit, hit by a car was probably the
1: worst. Dude,
0: it was the worst part of the year. I, I mean, that I cried hurts. too
1: when when we got the when we got the message from Will. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I looked at Sean. I started to tear up, and I just handed him my phone. Yeah. I couldn't even say it. I just handed him my phone.
0: Yeah. Um. But then 2021 upped it with a suicide, yeah. with a via car. So you know, um, yeah. we upped that, and then another COVID death. And uh, some some heavy abandonment issues uh, and a lot more anxiety and kind of like a general fear of the public. So yeah, uh, Shane and I were just talking before we started that my therapist has been working with me on my anxiety and things. And I think it's going to be really helpful. And I really am understanding what she's saying and trying to apply that. So I'm hoping, you know, we're starting 2022 with some therapy.
1: 2020 was a horrible year. And then, like, 2021 was just a survival year for me. Like, I got a lot of things done. A lot of things have changed. Over the year, we started our podcast, which I will honestly say was probably one of the best things that happened for 2021 is us starting our podcast because it gave me somewhere to Yes, it gave me a distraction, but it also gave me some form of creative outlet because between Mm -hmm. school and work, I felt so... Creatively drained, and I used to be such like an artsy fartsy person. I used to play guitar. I used to be so like, I don't want to say fun because that's probably not the right word, <laughs> but I felt very like creatively stunted
0: almost. Yeah, so, like you haven't been able to express like a big part of yourself.
1: Yeah, so like this has definitely been a phenomenal outlet. I think it's amazing that, like, we're going into year two of our podcast, which I never thought we'd ever say, so, like, yeah, I know. hell yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: surprised we didn't fail after five episodes, honestly.
1: I'm glad that neither one of us just, like, didn't snap each other going, yeah, this was not a good idea. <laughs> I still know it was a good idea, but
0: here we are.
1: <laughs> you know what, though, like... We have to thank the odd amount of people that have been listening to us consistently. Yeah. I still get messages from people that do have been listening since like our very first episode, which was horrendous. Which we both know was the audio was bad. So yeah, really please bad. listen on. <laughs> please yeah. continue on.
0: But one good thing of twenty twenty one for you, though, if you want mm-hmm. slide to slide into housekeeping, yeah. is
1: you're done. Yeah, I'm done with your my bachelor's. bachelor's degree. Yeah. How does that I'm, feel? Um, I. I don't know how to put it, because I, like I've been working at this thing for so long, because it reminds so you, during 2019-2020 timeframe, I originally was going through one university, finished my yeah. associates with them, and then I found I was just, I didn't like them as much after we transferred here and we were using their, their, their Asia branch, mm-hmm. and I just didn't like a lot of the professors I was dealing with. I felt like mm-hmm. they weren't there to teach. They just yeah. were checked out. They didn't seem to really care. And I was running into more and more issues with them. So I was like, why am I giving you my money
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not getting what I want out of it? So I ended up changing to another school for literally a single session.
0: <laughs> Liberty University Online. Yeah. We both did that for one semester. Yeah. I
1: just... <laughs> what got me was just the overlapping... um, religion aspect to it when I'm taking a psychology class I wasn't expecting to have to cite scripture
0: I know Shannon I remember that when you were like how do I cite the bible where do you find the books and the verses what is a verse (laughs) yeah it was
1: it was definitely one of those things like I realized I done messed up the minute that that happened and I was like I can't I can't do this like which is is too
0: bad because I felt like all of their classes that were not – I mean, really all of their classes when I, I went to Liberty University in person for a year. And then I did the one semester online. And I learned so much in those classes. I learned nothing. I – I had accounting, economics, you know, math, science, um, and writing, and I am a phenomenal essay writer now because of yeah. that school. I've never had that high of a caliber education in those departments since, but there was a lot of problems with that school, and if yeah. anybody is interested, there's a podcast called In God We Lust that talks about um, their very, you know, preachery um president of the school and his, um, affairs with pool boys and things. So, um, if anyone was interested in that. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. All what? All right. Yeah. So, they kicked him out this yeah. year. I only They kicked him out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I only, um, I only went to them for a single semester, not even a single, like one, one round of classes and that was it. Yeah. And I felt like I was such a failure because I like changed schools and then I had to change schools again. And then I came across um, SNHU, which is Southern New Hampshire University, mm-hmm. from my husband's like, "Hey, check them out." They actually have the degrees you're looking at because not only am I studying psychology, I want to go into addiction recovery, right? Which was hard to find that specialty mm-hmm. that isn't just a broad psychology thing. So I, f- I finished my degree with them with my bachelor's, and I am looking with starting with my graduate school, which I just well. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to be doing a graduate yeah.
0: school. Hurts, just yeah. so you
1: know. It already hurts, and I haven't even started yet.
0: Okay, like work less when you're doing that. I it will kill I'm, your soul.
1: I I mean, my soul is already pretty crushed from 2020. So yeah. like, we're just yeah. in a re, we're in a rebuild phase for a while now. But I'm going through um Grand 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 Canyon University. Okay. For my for my graduate, and okay. just saying for all your military spouses and all your active duty members. They do 40% off of tuition.
0: Which is so good, because they mark up grad school like crazy.
1: It's hard, and, like, you're going to laugh. Yesterday or the day before, out of just curiosity, for probably a very high amount of self-hatred, probably, I was looking at the difference of social work masters versus a a PhD in social work. Well... (laughs) A lot of work. And <laughs> okay. I came to the conclusion, I'm just going to get my master's
0: Yeah, yeah. and go I'm not from there. That. I really just wanted a PhD, so people had to call me doctor instead of missus. I
1: won't lie. That kind of was a little bit of the ego part of it, but the other yeah. time he's like, I'm a very, like, I just want to get my degree. I don't really care about, like, the high GPA because I'm I, – I just have never been ambitious like that. I don't really care enough. You get degrees I do. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, once you get higher in education, you can't do that anymore. They're like, mm, we want a blah, 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 GPA, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's not me.
0: <laughs> do thing about, like, when you're, like, at a doctor's office, you're like, somebody had to have the worst grade in the class. Was him my doctor? <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Can you not? Like, I have that. so much distrust for so many things right now. Like, I already have no trust for a lot of doctors to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So, like, can you not put that idea in my head?
0: Sorry, I already did. My bad. Way to
1: go. So, I guess that's, like, really the only housekeeping for me. Uh, oh.
0: Foster cats. I had... The sweetest six-month-old cat. I posted a a picture already when she came into my house. She looked
1: gorgeous.
0: I had her for, like, six days. Like, she went so
1: fast. She looked gorgeous. Like, she just gave me a very, like,
0: angelic,
1: yeah, very, like, very sweet. She has
0: very sweet, like, angelic disposition. She loved boops. She loved snugs. She loved cuddles. She didn't really get zoomies or do anything wild. Like, she would play with Helly. Sometimes, but mostly just wanted to be on my lap and just purred and sat with me while I worked. And I, that was the first cat that, like, as I watched her family take her away from my house, I was like, no. They went too fast. She went to... A wonderful loving family and um her new mom is 11 years old and Aww. it's her first cat and she's over the moon she's about gonna be it, perfect so. for
1: like a, someone's first cat. i've been like, getting that's... some
0: updates and Aww. i mean but like also the mom was like equally as excited about this cat so. which is good oh i miss her um, do you want to introduce our new yes. segment of our podcast? Because it just keeps growing every year. Yes.
1: Yeah, so um, I thought about something to add to our housekeeping, which is shareables. That's just what mm-hmm. the segment's going to be called. And what it is, is we're going to just talk about something that we recently watched, maybe recently read, maybe some music that you found, or that's something you recently re- re- like, re-found, mm-hmm. and just have this, wow, this is really awesome. I kind of want to share it for other people to enjoy. And the thing that came to my mind... Which is not my normal. What I watch, Perry knows this.
0: Yeah, you're like all American Horror Story and things like that.
1: Yeah, true crime, SVU. I'm currently watching SVU and catching up. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or
1: anime. <laughs> or anime. True. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that my husband brought up goes, "Oh, this was watch um off of a Watch Mojo list off of YouTube. We should watch it." And I'm like, "Okay, what is it?" And he's like, "Oh, it's called Dash and Lily." Oh, my God, that sounds cute. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's very much like a cute little like holiday rom-com. And I could tell you right now, it is probably the most precious, cute, wholesome, I wouldn't say coming of age, but very similar. It just, I think it's like six, eight episodes. Okay. It's like 20 minute episodes. Like it is one of those things you watch like, because he's like, let's watch the first episode, see if you even like it. After the first episode, I was like, can we watch the next one, please? It's just too wholesome. Like, it takes place in New York City. It's so, so wholesome. And also, just saying for anyone who's a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, which I am, a a Ru's girl does make appearance in it. I won't say who.
0: Okay. I won't say
1: who. And I won't say what season they're from. Perry, do you have anything you'd want to share?
0: Yeah, I actually, I just changed my answer. I'll say what I was going to say. Unforgivable? Okay. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. It's the new Sandy B movie. <sighs> Sandra Bullock pulls it through as a recently released criminal
1: basically
0: and there's a twist I was alone in my house I was (gasps) no like that was my actual verbal reaction to it um she does an amazing job playing this like hardened almost like emaciated like woman and like just the end has like this I mean it's listen if you watch a lot lot of movies there's it's not a twist but for me it was a twist okay and yeah I would highly recommend it but you said something you got back into, and this did just remind me because of my Spotify, you know, recap. It was yep. like, what's your most played artist and your most played song? Sh- shockingly, Bo Burnham was my <gasps> most played artist because of his what? special inside that he put out yep. in June of 2021, and I realized that th- his deep dive into like depression. Helped me understand depression and get through my friend's suicide. And I didn't realize that until I went through it again. Cause I like it reminded me and I listened to the whole thing again. And I was like, oh wow, this was like a, actually a really important part of my year. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Cause I ended up in therapy, but no,
1: that's a really good thing. Cause it's like, you know, one of the reasons why I love being in the field of psychology, one of the reasons why I'm staying in the field of psychology, is because I truly believe it's a very important field that needs, you know, it needs to be talked about. We need to remove the stigma from it.
0: Um, let's move on to our NMRs, Shannon. What is your New Year's resolution?
1: Um, Do you want I to go first.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can go first. Mine is to get a hold of my anxiety and be able to feel joy and be more in the moment.
1: I like that. That's a pretty realistic one. That's not a physical one. It's, emo- it's more of emotional. I think my goal for 2022 is to not be in, in survival mode, but more mm-hmm. of a... Like growth
0: and living? Growth.
1: Just moving forward. I, I have some physical goals, which I might not just say. And I want to just kind of get a lot of my mental stuff back in, yeah, you know, back in line because it's like like
0: very similar goals, just mental health. And
1: I want to thrive instead of survive. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of the basic of it.
0: Yeah, everyone else, uh, comment. What are your New Year's resolutions? Tell us. They don't have to be be that deep. It could be like, like drink more almond milk. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Let let us know. Nah, it's coconut milk.
1: (laughs) That's where it's at. So now that we um, had a 20-minute um, housekeeping 40. session, okay. sorry, future Perry. I know. Man. Yes? We have a really fun episode, just like we have in previous seasons. Season 1 and Season 2, Episode 1s, have always been MLM-related. And guess what, guys? We're Our doing New Year's it again. again. Yes. We're doing it again. And we have some really fun Topics we're going to touch on. So I'm going to let Perry just start us off.
0: Okay. So... We really zeroed in on a few MLMs in particular for reasons we'll get into later, but for anybody that is just joining us for season three or doesn't really remember what an MLM is, um, I'm not going to refer you back to season one, episode one, just because the audio is so terrible. I'd rather just give you a quick little synopsis here, and then we're going to move on with our lives, okay? So um, why do we care? Uh, mostly we care about MLMs, which is multi-level marketing because it affects us as military spouses a lot. Um, and so it's a good topic for our podcast. Okay. So multi-level marketing or MLM is a form of direct sales, meaning that instead of buying a good from a store, you can buy from a human being who happens to have the product on hand. Um, examples of that would be Mary Kay, Avon, Lularo, Pure Romance, Octavia, Pure, yeah, 31 Thrive. It works. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, Amway is another big one. Most paparazzi. of them are geared to paparazzi. Yeah. Most of them are geared towards females, which is why it's big in our community because most of us are also females. Um, except for Amway, anyways, moving on.
1: <laughs> that one might have to be season four, episode one. Oh, I would, man, I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Maybe season five. Again. Who knows? Okay.
0: They are extremely popular within the military spouse community for a few reasons. The first reason is that there is no brick and mortar stores, which means that military spouses can work from anywhere in the U.S. or even overseas, which is ideal when you move around so much. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, stick with one job if you're going to be moving around. Second reason, there are no set hours that you need to work. Many military spouses are mothers and cannot work a nine to five, but still have a desire to work both for outside human interaction and to ideally contribute financially to the household. Number three, often military spouses, Shannon and I can attest to this, we get married really young before finishing our education. And depending on where you go into the world, sometimes you don't get to finish your education. Sometimes you don't get to finish whatever career path you had in mind because you go overseas or, you know, Shannon, if you were going to be doing a very technical degree like nursing, you wouldn't be able to finish it there online. You would need those labs and everything. So, Yeah,
1: it gets really hard.
0: Yeah. Under no fault of our own, sometimes it's hard or impossible for us to finish our education or have a good career, all right? Um from PCSing preventing it. because of that, you know, conventional careers, you know they could be either delayed and we want to find a way to make money until then or you know it never happens. So that's why military spouses get really involved into MLMS. not to mention it's very social and we are very social creatures and a lot of us when we relocate are looking to connect with other military spouses in some way. And it can be a really good idea to have a party and, you know, make contacts and stuff. And that is what multi-level marketing really promotes. So why, if this is such a great opportunity for military spouses, are we so anti-MLM? Well, that's because essentially it is one step away from being a pyramid scheme.
1: They sit them. in a very gray area. I watched a really insightful video on oh, this whole topic, mm-hmm. is that they sit... In this weird gray area between direct sales, yes, and pyramid schemes, they're not always all to the right and not all to the left. A lot of MLMs sit right in the middle, where right. they're out of, where, so they're out of being considered a legal, or I should say, technically an illegal pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. But they're not. It's it's really gray, and that's the biggest issue. Is a lot of this falls into gray territory where the law has not caught up yet.
0: Right. So the, the difference between a multi-level marketing business and a pyramid scheme is a pyramid scheme has no product. A pyramid scheme is all investments and there's nothing you can sell or whatever. Um, direct sales and MLMs, they have a product that you are selling to an end goal customer. The problem is, is that oftentimes that end goal customer is the person in the business, which makes it a closed circuit. So... You can listen to season two, episode one. I do a much better job of explaining it. And the audio is not as bad as season one, episode one. We're learning. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So basically, just to really quickly kind of go through it, in a pyramid scheme or in multi-level marketing, multi-level marketing is shaped like a pyramid. That is the business structure. You do have the few people on top and then they recruit down and down and down, get a percentage of everybody below them their sales. So if you're on the top, you're making a lot of money. And if you're on the bottom, you could be making no money. You could even be losing money depending on how much product you're buying. Okay. So um, a pyramid scheme is when one person recruits more people to pay them money. In return they each recruit, you know, the three people. I'm not saying it has to be. This is an oversimplified version. Yeah. So you have one person they recruit three more people they recruit three people that pay them money. Returning which would return that first person's investment, like investment. threefold. So it was like a $100 startup for them, and then three people pay them $100. Now they have $300. So then that person tells them, hey, if you each recruit three more people, they each pay you $100. So that's $300, and then they get a portion of that, and then the person above them gets a portion, so on and so forth. So this is often call- called like a buy-in or an investment, or an enrollment, whatever you want to call it, okay? In order for now these nine people, the three times three people to get money, they must now recruit three more people each. So now they're getting their return. They are the upline, okay? So they have the original three recruited, they get a portion, and then the nine get a portion, and then they recruit three more people, all right? And now those three more people are giving their money up and up and up. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this goes on until we get to the very bottom of the pyramid, which at this point, in this simple diagram I'm just laying out, is 27 people. So for any of my numbers people out there, if everybody bought in at $100, that means at this point there's 27 people putting money in and getting nothing back. There's nine people who did more than double their money and three people who are getting the income from 36 other people. And then the the originator was profiting from all of them. If everyone bought in at 100 $100, That means that just at that level, with a total of 40 people, that's a total investment of $4,000. Of that $4,000, one person at the top gets $733. Three people, the first three recruited, get a total of $432.69 each. Not bad. They paid $100, and they're getting back $432. The nine people below them, get $207 and 69 cents each, which is a profit, uh, basically doubling their money. Okay? And then 27 people get absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. So MLM's will look at this and say, "Okay, we have people making them come up 733, 432, 207, and some people that don't make any." And they're going to tell you that they're going to pitch this idea to you. That, oh, you can invest $100 and on average, you can make $343.35. You're going to triple your investment. This is easy money. You don't have to go into a building. You can do this from home. You can do this from your phone. Da, 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 da. That's what they're going to sell you. That's the dream. Okay. So, They might even say you can make between $343 to $733. That's what our top earners are making. You should shoot for the stars, da, 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 da. But that's the mean average, and that's not really accurate, okay? Because in reality, 68% of every single person involved makes no money at all, okay? 90%, uh, let's see, 68% of everyone involved makes no no money at all, 90% 90% of everybody makes a maximum of $207, okay? 68% of that 90% make nothing, okay? Third of them are going to make $100, okay? um, And not to mention you paid in 100 So, again, you're only making $100 off of this. And you have to do a lot of work in order to make that $100.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you'll be one of the 27 people... That lost a hundred dollars and have absolutely nothing left to show for it. Okay. So you had to have twenty-seven people lose a hundred dollars so that just thirteen people could profit. So less than half that many people can profit. And this is why it's predatory. Because when you're approached to join an MLM, they're trying they're asking you to be the bottom of their pyramid. They're asking you to be the person that loses a hundred so that they can gain a hundred. That's mm-hmm. why we don't like it. So now, Shannon, I've talked enough. What are we talking about today?
1: All right. So like we hinted at hinted at, at our last episode is that we were planning on talking about Boo, which is Boo. blacks Black Oxygen Organics, yes. aka known as Boo, which I won't lie, made me real mad knowing that they're being <laughs> known as Boo. I like spooky <laughs> things, so that made me really mad, I'm, like internally very mad. Yes. That's just a personal gripe. <laughs> right. And the other thing we're going to be talking about, which is another favorite, favorite topic of mine, which probably started my very angry attitude towards MLMs, which is Mm -hmm. the oiled ones, which is Young Living and doTERRA. Mm -hmm. So I just, I have feelings, Mm -hmm. a lot of feelings towards both of these, both of these uh, companies and avenues, I guess. So... First, we're just going to touch on Boo, like we touched on in a previous episode when we hinted at it, is that Boo recently, as of, I think, the day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. officially closed their doors. So, okay. I know. Keep in mind, Boo, it was, it's an MLM, MLM, that sells magical dirt. I you wish You heard was me kidding. right, people. I'm not joking. And that's how a lot of other, a lot of other news sources are referring to them as the company that sold dirt yes. that people were using. So I'm just going to do a really quick intro on Boo. We don't plan on going too deeply into Boo because we plan on touching on on the whole situation a little bit later on because, like we all know, when these companies go down, they go down hard, and normally the people that were towards the middle and top have a lot of say. They have a mm-hmm. lot to say, I should say. Right. So I feel like in the next couple months, we're going to hear more of the people that were in the middle or the higher, higher in the totem pole, people are going to yeah. probably come out and start higher talking. Just like, yes, mm-hmm. higher in the pyramid, mm-hmm. aka what happened with Lulu Rich, which is yes. the documentary on Amazon Prime, which I'm actually, I kind of was thinking about wanting to talk about, but I feel like it was just so big at the time, and it's I was like, So ah, big, it's everyone's so big. talking
0: about it. You if, gotta watch if it. If you're still not sure if you like MLMs, maybe just like get just to watch, watch it, but just watch it. It's
1: worth it on it. Amazon Prime. It gives you a good internal view
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a company that made it that popped and then deflated.
0: Right. Much like
1: Boo. Yeah. So, so, why
0: is the dirt magical, Shannon?
1: All right. So, for some weird reason, the Zemlem caught steam during the pandemic, which we all know the pandemic itself was a very touchy subject for a lot of people. Because yes. it happened so quickly, so many people were getting sick and so many people were dying. So a lot of people were freaking out, going, "What can I do to protect myself and my family?" Mm-hmm. So this company sells dirt. This so-called magical dirt is rich in fol- f- folic, Fulvic. Fulvic. acid. So remind you the ways that this, uh, the way that they sell it is in a couple different ways. You can sell; it, they sell it as a powder, mm-hmm. a K cup, pills slash tablets. So if I told you, Perry, that this company sells magical dirt in a K-Cop form, what what do you think about that?
0: Um, It sounds like they want you to drink dirt to keep the bad spirits away, is what that sounds like to
1: me. So just keep that in mind. So this means that um, you can be consuming it by drinking it, or you can soak in baths or soak your feet which yeah. is a very common thing to see is that people are soaking their feet, soaking their whole bodies, people are putting their children in it, and when I say children they can be putting small babies in it.
0: And um, people are their dogs. Yes, I was going to say their pets. Tongues.
1: Yes. And they do a mask. They do face masks with it all the time. Mm-hmm. So the issue that I think happened to Boo was that there's a lot of claims yes. that caught up with them.
0: Yes. And
1: that, that's where, that's, this is where MLMs get in trouble, is that they make these outrageous claims. And it isn't even necessarily the company itself, but it's their distributors that make these outrageous right. claims.
0: Right. Like, so. you can say, put this dirt on your feet, and you can sell it. It's just like $100 a bag. Like a, like a dollars bag. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for $110, and yep. it's dirt. Um, the thing is... There's nothing illegal about that. You can sell no. dirt that you put your feet in for $110. I
1: could sell peri-dirt for $200. You her could t- sell
0: me dirt for $5,000. It's up to me whether I want to buy dirt. The issue is, is they started claiming that this fulvic acid and this boo is so pure and da-da-da. And what it's going to do is it's going to detox your body. So it started off really claiming that it's an antiparasitic. Um, there's a lot of very popular boo Facebook groups. And so I'll see screenshots from people posting there and whatnot. Um, and (laughs) they'll like have pictures of their tubs after they've soaked in dirt and there's literal parasites in it. Um, and then once it caught on that you should be ingesting this dirt, not just soaking in it. But now they're claiming that you need to ingest it to get the parasites out. So then these, mostly women, honestly, but these people were posting pictures of their literal crap online. Showing worms in them. Showing worms in their tubs. Okay. And here's the thing. If you are living your life and you don't have worms in your crap, and then you start eating dirt, and now there are worms in your crap. I don't think it's detoxing. I think you're eating worms. I'm not a scientist. I can't prove it. I just feel like maybe they're switching up the causation and correlation here. Okay? You don't know what I'm saying? <sighs> Finally. I have a lot of feelings. This product is supposedly like Allegedly, my no. This is a fact. Fact. It is no, no, no. from this bog in Canada that that's, is like that's... a few kilometers away from a landfill. Right? A okay. Landfill.
1: So I'm going to touch saw on the this Google real quick. image. Oh, I it's know. There. I know you did. So the issue that the issue that a lot of it is coming up is that even though the founder was claiming is coming from one bog in the beginning, which mm-hmm. is very close in a close to a landfill. But mm-hmm. more recently, prior to the shutdown, was making claims it was all coming from a different bog, which was much further away. Hence why I say, allegedly. Okay, allegedly. But I'm just saying, it's just magical the, dirt. You can get that from anywhere. <laughs> but the bogs, they have these high amounts of ful- fulvic acid. And it's supposed to be very good for you. Yet again, the founder and making maybe really, it is. really, Maybe crazy Maybe fulvic claims. acid
0: is good for you. And, Probably. Uh, and we shouldn't say, don't do it. I'm just saying... If it comes in a bag from Canada for a hundred dollars, and you're supposed to put dirt on your tongue, and now there's worms coming out of your butt, maybe this isn't a good product.
1: It might not be a good choice. <sighs> All right, Shannon, take it away. So, what?
0: Tell me more. Like I
1: like I was mentioning is that Boo got shut down. I shouldn't say shut down. They sound like they seem like they, they voluntarily. Their doors. Yeah, they voluntarily closed their doors the day before Thanksgiving. And this circled around the internet very quickly in the circles we run in because we Mm -hmm. follow these things. And it seemed like it was – it seems like what led up to them being closed down is that there was rumors circling for a while that a lot of this product was being stuck at the border. Remind you, like Perry's retouched on, this product was coming from Boggs, from this company, from in Canada, coming down past the border – and mm-hmm. to the United States to so the distributors and so on and so on. We know how this things work. So according to that issue, before the shutdown was announced, a lot of people were complaining about, about their orders not coming and or taking forever, a.k.a. getting stuck at the border. So per, this is straight from per the FDA, we will be citing all of our sources, so don't come at me.
0: That came out like per, a month ago. It's a recent evening. thing.
1: Like, Literally, per the FDA, December 3rd, 2021, this is per the FDA site, like I said, it will be linked. If you have any boo products, do not consume or use the products anymore. This uh, this goes for yourself, anyone else in your household, and pets. This is due to the elevated levels of lead and arsenic. And arsenic, yeah. (sighs)
0: So, I am on an anti-boo page and they dropped some screenshots of the actual legal case that's brought against them and in those screenshots it shows like the defendant and the plaintiff and their backup for why that this happened but what happened is i believe it's the fda or some the fbi somebody somebody uh did not take their claims at face value and they tested the dirt themselves And what was shown was they had these elevated levels of dangerous substances, including toxic metals and things like that. Um, They told somebody in Boo about this. They said, you need to stop. And they did not stop. Not only did they not stop, but once, you know, it became a problem and distributing it was now a problem because it wasn't FDA approved and everything, they continued to encourage their downlines to pre-order in pre-buy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when they shut their doors, they did not offer any kinds of refunds either. So you have yeah. all these distributors or boss babes or huns or whatever you want to call them. But honestly, it's victims. You have all of these people that were trying to find a product to make their life better. They sunk a lot of their money into it. They put all their faith in it. And then they just ended. They, they left it out to drive. anybody back. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes even worse because now... On those Boo Facebook pages where they used to be showing pictures of their crap, they're reselling their partially open bags of Boo for like $200. Yeah. Because people are saying, oh, I need this, I need this, I need this. And now they're either ex, what is that word? Taking advantage of. Exploiting. Exploiting. And now they're exploiting these people that have bought into this dream that dirt is going to keep them away from narcotics. Dirt is going to keep them away from being sick. Dirt is going to keep them away from getting COVID and like keeping away their families from getting COVID. They bought into this dream, hook, line, and sinker. They took it away from them because they're not FDA approved, because they lied to them. And they took their money, and now they're trying to sell them more of this unsafe product for double, maybe even triple the price. I don't know. I haven't seen that, but it wouldn't surprise me. And that's why we don't like MLMs.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's really frustrating. Like, I did not, I, I figured as much people were probably reselling it for double, triple, because I, there's other stuff, like, on a more positive side. <laughs> I am into Starbucks cups. Any, anyone who even dabbles in the Starbucks tumbler craze. A lot of people buy these stuff for $20, $30 and they end up reselling them for two, three, four hundred dollars 300 dollars dollars in a couple months. ridiculous. That's insane. it is. It's just, it's just markup. It's just, it's supply and demand. That's what it goes yeah. back down to. So one thing that I think is very interesting, like I said, we're going to talk way more about boo probably in the future. There is a phenomenal article. It is on the long side, but I can promise you it is worth oh, the yeah, read. So the so this is the article I'm going to highly, highly encourage anyone so you don't think we're crazy? We're not talking out our butts. We are talking. Unlike we're talking about this, and we have our sources. So the sor- the one of the sources I really would love for people to go read, which is an article by um, NBC News. I know some people don't trust them, but MB- NBC News.
0: I feel like NBC is not very offensive. It's not like Fox they're pretty neutral. Or- I
1: feel like they're a little bit more neutral than the yeah. other two. The other two who shall remain nameless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the article itself is named Magic Dirt, How the Internet Internet Fueled and... Uh, lost my sight. Fueled and defeated
0: the pandemic's weirdest MLM.
1: There we go. My eyes just... My contacts are sticking real weird in my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> One eye went... <laughs> just keep it like that, Perry. It works perfect. Thank you, future okay. Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... I'm gonna highly encourage everyone to please read that article. If you want a really good deep dive on Boo itself, please read it. It I like how it seems like it's coming from I wouldn't say a neutral standpoint, but they do a really good deep dive on the whole situation from yeah. beginning to start to where they are now.
0: They're like so, respectful, I would yes. say. Yes. They're not yes, just fairly like, oh my respectful. god stupid.
1: Yeah, no, they don't they don't name people stupid. I think it's the factor of people are consuming dirt, which is really kind of a bizarre sensation. But hey man, we're here now. So, we're going to transition from magical dirt yes, to magical, magical oils.
0: oils. Hey, this is the infamous Future Perry that Shannon has mentioned a few times now. While editing, I realized that this episode is going to be very long. So, what we're going to do for the very first time is we're going to split this up into two parts. Don't worry, the second part is coming. It is the next episode. You can go ahead and click on it immediately right here, right now. But I just thought we have so much content that I am not willing to lose for the sake of time. So thank you so much for listening. Go ahead, get right into the next episode if you wanna hear us talk more about oils. Also, please don't forget to read us on Apple music? I don't know. I don't have Apple. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Shoot us an email at PSWayWordsPodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast. and just give us a shout out. Give us a follow. Alright, that's it for now. Have so much fun listening to Oils in our next episode. Thanks so much.